1: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusick, your host, and today we have an amazing guest with us. I have been a fan of her work for years, and I'm super excited to be having this conversation with Bobby Sheridan. Bobby, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me
2: and all of that kindness you just sent my way. I really appreciate it. I'm doing okay. I mean I'm, I'm happy. I, I've got a family I love. Uh, it's about to be Christmas and everything is good in my world. How are you? I'm good. You also have the cutest dogs in town. So. I kind of do. I mean, I, I might be partial, but even if I weren't, I really believe uh, that to be 100% true.
1: I'm a huge dog fan. And obviously my dog <laughs> is at the top of the list, but like, yes, when yes. I meet other dogs. I mean, I'm glad I'm never with my dog when I meet other dogs or like when I'm scrolling through Instagram, looking at <laughs> but I'm like, I love you. You're so cute.
2: <laughs> well, they're outside right now and I'm hoping they don't start barking at the back door. Otherwise we will have barking visitors, but yes. Thank you so much for that. I'm, I'm obsessed with
1: them. Awesome. Well, if they bark, you know it is what it is. Hopefully they're not that loud. But here we are today. So what about we start at the beginning? Introduce yourself and what kind of photography you do.
2: Hi, I am Bobby Sheridan of Bobby Sheridan Photography Incorporated, also known as Bobby Photo, formerly known as Bobby and Mike. Um, what kind of photography do I do? I mostly do weddings. Um, I do a lot of families. Um, I'm working on getting in, uh, building and learning the corporate world because, you know, uh, hashtag pandemic and Mama's gotta work. So yeah, uh, I love my job. I I love being good at it, and, um, you know, it's it, I'm very blessed to to do something that I love.
1: Um, Oh, I mean, we can definitely. If people haven't seen your work, I definitely recommend to check it out. Uh, Ten years ago, when I started my photography, I think that your website was one of the first websites that I came across for wedding photography, (laughs) and I was always like, "This is what I want. This is so cute. This makes me so happy." So so that is honestly my goal,
2: and it and it really is, is. I I aim to make it fun and full of joy and not not a pain i guess um and you know 10 years ago um you know that was kind of at the peak of of my business um and my blogging and all of that so you came you came into uh you know my world at a good time and i i remember you leaving comments often and yes uh, i do i remember and as soon as you sent me the email requesting you know, an interview, I thought, I know her. So thank you so much for being so supportive to me all of these years, even through all of my ups and downs and life changes. And, um, you know, thank you for your loyalty.
1: No, fantastic. I mean, thank you for putting good work out there that inspires people, you know, so that's always great. So today we're going to talk about consistency. And I know this is, uh, might be a very broad word, but something that I've seen in your work, you know, I've been following for 10 years, literally, consistency, but also this is kind of like like a conundrum that we have here because yes, your work has been consistent for the past 10 years, but you also are getting obviously better. So how do you do <laughs> so that like what kind of like explain this conundrum well um i don't know i i think that's kind of
2: uh, i i'm just me you know i just keep on being me and and the way that i am consistent is i am very comfortable in my skin and i just keep on being me and i always say that that you need to be I, my goal is for people to be able to recognize my images without seeing the name attached. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, before I even think about blogging a photo, it's got to fit into a, a criteria for me. And that is, you know, um, does the photo show a lot of personality? Uh, Cause I love photos that uh, this sounds cheesy, but that you feel like you can hear that. Correct. Them. Um, you can feel what they're feeling because it exudes so much emotion or energy or whatever the case. Um, I, I have, I I try to have very consistent um, compositions. I love symmetry. Mm -hmm. Um, I love, uh, you know, dramatic, dramatic available light um, in my candids and Last, but most certainly not least, is my processing. I, I have not changed my processing in probably 15 years. I mean, you know, there was a time when we were all doing things that were very punchy and very colorful, and I definitely fell into that trend. Um, and that only lasted me a few years. But after that, I found my voice. I found my, what I liked. And it's hard because, especially lately, the look has changed so much. Um, you know, now things are like dark and moody and, or kind of out of focus and, and, um, light and airy or very creamy. And those are all, you know, beautiful in their own right, but it's, and I feel like I'm becoming one of those dinosaurs who refuses to change. Uh Um, and, and there is, there is, I am a little uncomfortable with that because I, I'm not attracting young, young people anymore as much as I used to. I mean, I still am, but nothing, that might also have to do with my age, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I always say it's okay to dip in and out of trends, um, as long as you, as long as you are still staying true to who you are. And as, and as far as your question about, um, keep on getting better, you know, that is so sweet of you to say cuz i am incredibly hard on myself and i you know am my toughest critic mhm and it, it doesn't feel that way to me um i just keep on pushing and striving to do better um you know and and i always go into every session or or wedding with something that i bring new to the table um a very specific pose uh idea or um whatever the case, I I am very uh, deliberate in making sure that I bring something new every time. And lastly, I look at every single wedding. And this is probably not hard to believe, but I look at every single wedding, as though it's the first time I've ever photographed a wedding. And I photograph every wedding through the eyes of the bride's sister, the bride's mother, you know, the bride's best friend, like how do we want these images to be remembered 30 years from now? And, cause this is my family, this is my daughter, this is my this is my sister, and I owe this to my family to make sure that they are captured in the very best way. And in my opinion, timeless classic processing is, I don't, anyone to ever look on back in their photos and go, oh my gosh, that photo is so 2015 because Mm. I, I went into a trend, um, I'm rambling, I'm sorry, no,
1: no, no, it's, but, (laughs) but I,
2: I, you know, I love my job, I love people, I think I'm better at people than I am photography, and that's, and I think that, that connection shows in my images, at least that's what I aim for, um, so yeah, I hope that I hope that answers your question. No,
1: it definitely answers my question and I totally get it. I think that for me, you know, for my point of view, what what I see in your photos with consistency, uh of course the editing makes a huge, you know, impact because huge. you yes. know as you said, you can get better at posing with time. And obviously, as yes, you get better at posing, you also get, you know, weddings that the aesthetics are easier to photograph, let's say that way, right? Yes. Because it's easier yes. to photograph a beautiful, you know, chalet wedding that is to photograph a like dark ballroom wedding kind of a thing. Right. But I want to, I want to, I'm going to interrupt you there.
2: I will sure. say, I think I am one of the few photographers, at least in um, my market uh, slash the Midwest, that um because they say you know you have a specific type of person you know who's your target audience and it's generally based on you know income is mm-hmm. is kind of but in my case I have extremes I will photograph and and I'm I will photograph a wedding with red solo cups in a a VFW now it's been a few years probably 5 years ago but I was charging you know wh- I haven't changed my prices in I think 8 years so you know, but, and then the next week I'll never forget. Okay. Specific. I photographed a million dollar wedding in Chicago, mm-hmm. um August, 2015. And it was at the, uh I don't remember the name of the place. It's got, you know, the elephant in it, but anyway, it was top dollar. It was okay. incredible. It was one of those weddings that, you know, you never, ever forget because everything was just so over the top. It was a three day event. It was incredible. And then the very next weekend I photographed a wedding, um, that was mostly a Mennonite wedding where I was the number one priority in the budget. And there were solo cups and it was, um, you know, Mennonite is very similar to Amish and there Mm -hmm. were even Amish guests there. Uh, But this was someone who was a photographer who made me her priority. And I am a true believer in blogging every single thing you photograph. So even though I'm photographing million dollar weddings one weekend and the next weekend, I'm the majority of the budget. um, I still feel confident that I'm able to uh, portray each wedding exactly as amazing as it was because money doesn't make For an amazing wedding. Correct. Um, And if you notice in my work, I rarely post detail images. And the reason for that is I never want anyone to feel that their wedding was less. Because if I photographed, you know, a small wedding and it didn't have as many things, um, and I don't show any of the things, but in the next weekend I'm showing all of the things. Um I just don't want anyone to ever feel like less. And I grew up very, very poor, and money does not define happiness. Is I guess all I'm saying. But yes, it is. It is. That's it. It is easier to photograph a wedding. um, You know, where the aesthetic is is you know paid to be beautiful. But I pride myself in being able to photograph every wedding in a beautiful way.
1: And I was definitely getting to to you know to that point because. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's completely fine. So, uh, one of the things that that I like about uh, your website that has been consistent is that you always you you prioritize on showing emotion right? Yes, yes. And you can have beautiful emotions, as you said, at any type of wedding, right? Whether yes. you're getting married at a castle, whether you're getting yes. married at a courthouse, if yes. a wedding is full of emotions regarding yes. of budget. Absolutely. Like that. So I think that, you know, that makes it um, quite important for, you know, for your work and to stay consistently on the eyes of the people that visit your work and that yes. ask you is that you're always showing beautiful emotions. Now, Thank details, you. as you said, you keep them private for each client. It's not a priority on your brand because, again, you have a well established brand that is about people having fun. Because also, yes. I mean, yes, you do have people crying in your images and you have yes. those raw emotions. But I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, for what I've seen, the majority of your images are very joyful.
2: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I, to your next point, My, I believe that whatever I show is what people are going to give me back. So good. Because I am a very excitable, joyful, loving person who, who loves passionately. I think that they give that back to me. And my theory when photographing um, anybody, whether it's a family session or a wedding or even you know, a headshot, is to put somebody in a place where they feel like their best friend is photographing them. Because the best way I'm going to get somebody to be real with me and to feel comfortable showing me these emotions, both joyful and sad and overwhelmed and even angry, because all of those things happen through the course of a day, because everything is at an emotion level 10. Correct. The only way I'm going to get that realness and to get people to To enjoy their experience with me is to be their best friend. And so I walk into the room and oftentimes, and and this is probably very not the norm, I would say 70% of my weddings, I meet them on the day of their wedding. Mm -hmm. And so I very quickly from the very beginning, I am their best friend um, and, and I treat it that way. And, and within the first 10 minutes, it's, I believe it to be true. It's not a, it's not an act because do love the people that I photograph.
1: Hey, this is a quick episode intermission to let you know that my Pinterest class, The Art of Pinning, is now open for enrollment. If you're interested in learning how to use Pinterest to drive qualified traffic into your website, this class is for you. This course is perfect for wedding and family photographers. With over 40 million engaged couples using Pinterest to plan their wedding, plus 8 out of 10 women with children using the platform to find ideas, you bet Pinterest is where you want your business to be. To find more information, go to thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest, or click the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the episode. I I do like the point, uh, you made two points that I think are really, really important. One is that you are really good at people better than a photographer. So I was, you know, interesting that you said that because I was talking to a friend of mine for this episode that I recorded in Spanish. And we're talking about, he was telling me how photography for him is just a tool to make personal connections with his subject right so what he says is that pretty much he doesn't care about the outcome of the photo he cares about like the connection that he's able to establish with the subject and that the photo will which be, in turn which in turn turns out to be an amazing image correct because right? the photo yes, will be yes, the yes, side it. effect yes. of what he yes. you know the connection that, that he creates
2: that that person is very well spoken
1: much <laughs> much more well spoken than i am but agree with all of that <laughs> So, I mean, interesting. And as I was saying, you know, I think that as photographers, I mean, as photographers, sometimes we need to be, you know, allow ourselves to open that door to make those connections. Sometimes we, you know, as you said, majority of the times we don't get to know our clients until the day of the wedding. Right. So sometimes we jump into that that moment with like, hi, I'm the photographer. Nice to meet you. Let me get my camera. Right. And like, you need to allow at least a minute or two to like, make that connection and i know sometimes we don't have the time and that's why like it's important to work in like how to become better at you know personal relationships i would say i mean i don't know absolutely well
2: i when i will i try to get to a wedding early and i will just sit and talk to the bride without my cameras for probably the first 15 to 20 minutes that's exactly what i do yes and i just talk to her while she's getting her makeup on and know talk about last night talk about what you know what is she feeling how are things you know and just to get her because if I have my camera there it 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 changes the relationship now I'm your photographer but if I walk in with no cameras and friend first photographer second you know um and and I this sounds silly but I often look like I'm not working like I am such a like because I, as soon as I start to get stressed out, like I said earlier, whatever I, whatever I'm putting out, I'm getting back. So if I become an anxious person who on a timeline, who is like, and trust me, I'm on a timeline, it's all in the back of my head. But, you know, sometimes I've had, you know, mothers who have no idea who I am, or, or have not looked at my portfolio go, are you taking photos? And absolutely, I am. I'm, I, you just don't notice it because, my my camera is just an extension of me and uh i don't make it an ordeal i guess
1: correct i think also sometimes when we show up to weddings and we have like the the parents of the couple they they have this perception about what photography is that belongs to like decades ago and they sometimes like did you capture that like i'm like yes Yes, i got that i'm on the job Right. I got you, mama. I got yeah. you. I think I, I think just are at about that old school photographer that is literally in your yes. face with a flash, like yes. literally on your eyes, you know, getting all that. So, yes. I think also I have, will a, little say, bit of, have a little bit of grace with, you know. Right. Um, I'll
2: tell you this. I, I have three people I'm trying to impress on the day of the wedding, the bride and the two moms. And I am, before they can even think about, having a question for me or you know doubt me or any of that I introduce myself and I say anything you need today mom I am all yours and that's good. yes and it is I would say especially now that I'm nearly 40 most of my word of mouth referrals come from moms and I don't think that that's probably the case for most wedding photographers because most most wedding photographers don't like the moms because they're they're uh seen as difficult but you only get your daughter or son's wedding once you have to put yourself in their shoes yes they are stressed yes they have spent a lot of money yes um my my photographer as in I'm the mom right now my photographer didn't get a picture of me with my mom you know and i don't trust her i don't know that she's taking care of me and this is the most important day of of my kid's life and and i'm entrusting it with this stranger so you have to put yourself in the shoes of the people that you're photographing and the people that you're dealing with and as long as i can get out in front of it and she knows that i am on her team and that i am 100 uh dedicated to her family that day then the as long as One of the things I often say at my workshops is how you start a relationship is how it continues. Mm -hmm. And, and if she's angry with me or questioning me from the very first moment she meets me, it's not a good way to start a relationship. But if I go up to her and I say, mom, Hey, congratulations. What a big day. Um, You know, anything you need all day. I have you, I will take, I will take all the photos. um, and, and, And I'll be here through most of the reception. So, you know, as long as I'm not exactly, you know, dealing with something with the bride um, herself, then I am yours. And I mean that, it's not just a shtick, I mean that, because it is mom's big day, just as much
1: as it's it's the bride's. I think sometimes as photographers, we, um, we oversee really how many layers a wedding has right yes. and, we, and especially I, I say this again especially to people that is starting out because I feel I feel like I started you know I started 10 years ago and I feel like there was not as many resources out there for photographers and right. I feel like today it's also really easy to get the wrong perception about you know what things are because obviously we have Instagram and we have all that where people are right. just really showcasing highlights right they're not really right opening the door to what's actually happening and I feel like weddings especially obviously they are charged with energy and emotions yes. Yes. And as you said, we both are, good and bad. Exactly. We're, <laughs> yes. we're a stranger coming in into this private moment. Yes. And we not only have to have a relationship with the couple that is hiring us, but also we have to consider the emotions of the parents, the emotions yes. of the maid of honor, the, you know, yes. extended family. Yes. And it's really, I think it's, it's really a very diplomatic job that we have. We need to please oh, that's people a good point, yes. while doing our job. And as you said, because if you're starting the wrong food with, let's say, the mother of the couple, you know, whoever this yes. is, it's going to be just sour from the, like, you don't want to make it sour for, for the parents and you don't want to make it harder on yourself because you don't want to have to have somebody over your shoulder constantly <laughs> checking on you because that's exactly what's going to happen if they yes. don't feel like they can trust you. So yes. I feel like as photographers, we really need to work in our you know, well, kind of like a networking skills because we're yes. there to please a lot of people without sacrificing and compromising who we are. Yes, and and it's all
2: about building trust. And when I walk into a room, and I have my and I am photographing your family or your wedding, I walk into the room like I am the best photographer in the world mm-hmm. because. I want them to have complete confidence with me i when I go to a dentist, I don't want the dentist to say to me um, you know i'm I'm okay at this, I've been doing it for a long time, but you know, I, wish me luck. <laughs> you know what I mean like and so sometimes um you know other photographers have said, You're so full of yourself, I'm really not. I am just confident in myself on the day of your wedding because I need to be that, and you need me to be that. Correct. Because how much better does it feel to have somebody taking your photo in one of the most vulnerable places to be is on the other end of the lens for somebody to say, um, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm apprehensive, I'm nervous, I'm anxious. You want somebody to say, "I got you." I am the best photographer in the world. You don't need to, wor- you do not need to worry about a damn thing. I got this. <laughs> Correct. So, yeah. And, and again, that, back to the consistency, my confidence is, is electric because I'm, my showing confidence in what I'm doing gives them the confidence to be in front of my lens. And, and, uh, you know, I think that my photos not only show joy, but they show confidence. And, Um, yeah, I, I think, I, I think you get what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) No, definitely. I think sometimes people, you know, when I have this conversation with photographers and they're like, oh, I'm really nervous. I'm shooting a wedding tomorrow and I'm super nervous. Or I see this on like Facebook, you know, groups and it's fine. You know, you can be super nervous. And I think this is the only part when it kind of like applies, fake it till you make it like you can be right nervous showing up to a wedding, but I don't want you to tell people that you're nervous. Because no, one, absolutely you know, not. That fear yourself, and two, now your clients are gonna be like, "But why are you nervous? I thought that you know what you were doing." So, I right. Know. So always, as you said, you know, show up with energy and good stuff, but always, yes. you know, like you get this, this, you know.
2: But I also want to say, because I am a lot of me, I know when to shut up. I know when to match uh, whatever is happening in the room. I know. Um, when to be a fly on the wall. And I know when to be the annoying fly in the middle. Um, you know,
1: yeah. I think that's a really good quality to have. And I think that's more like this, that really has nothing to do with like wedding photography, but more with like the kind of person, like how you handle situations. And I think that's really important because also overly excitement could, you know, yes. show up moments where you just need to like take a step back. Yes. It's, and it's not all about you. And a lot of, I, I
2: once heard a, a story about someone saying, um, I'm not going to photograph, uh, like somebody made a request. Can you get a wacky picture of me with, with the bride or something like that? And the photographer's response was, well, that doesn't fit my brand. Mm. Uh, uh I, I, newsflash. This is not about you.
1: Also you don't need to put that photo on your website. Right. You're the-
2: <laughs> like you're the- I have taken, job. Yes, every single thing I have ever photographed. I take a photo of the bride with her dress going down the stairs, holding her bouquet upside down, looking back at her train. It is the cheesiest 1987 photo that I, that exists. But you know what? Her, she there's a photo of her mother doing the same thing. There's a photo of her grandmother doing the same thing and likely her great-grandmother. You know, I take all of the ones that like, I always take one next to cake of the bride and groom looking at the photographer, cheersing with the champagne glasses. It's super cheesy, but it's not all about me. Because when you go and look at those photos that are set up at the entryway of the the photos um, through the years uh, of, of all the people who got married before you, Those are the photos that you see the bride on the stairs or next to the cake or next to the car. So I I do have things that are not in my repertoire, you know, that don't fit my brand that I don't blog um, because it's not all about me. And every time I do that photo on the top of the stairs, the mother of the bride gasps. Oh,
1: Awesome. Yeah. because that's what they want. And at the end of the yes. day, they are your clients, right? Yes. You to there to please your clients. You're not there. I, and I, I have this conversation with a lot of people and sometimes people get annoyed by it, but I always say like, you're not there to be a portfolio. You're there to no. your clients. No, absolutely not. You know, you don't, in
2: terms of your portfolio, if you're blogging, you only need 25. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and, and I say, I will say all of my photos, uh, I believe, you know, fit, fit that criteria, except I'm not going to show that goofy photo, you know, with the car smiling at the camera. I mean, that is, anybody can take that. And that's also how I choose to block what I blog. Like, does, could anybody have taken this? Could anybody have just taken this photo? Is this specific to me? Does this fit what I'm trying to sell and what I want people to want? Uh, and lastly about portfolio, every single photo I take, every woman in that photograph needs to be beautiful because if I post one photo publicly of a bridesmaid with a double chin, she will never forgive me. She will never even mention my name because I posted one unflattering photo. Correct. I always say, flattery first, art second. That makes sense. So have um, I gone off on way too many trains no I, am so, <laughs> I know we're talking about consistency and I'm talking about the mother of the bride so but
1: I know no because all <laughs> this you know what I like about these conversations is like you know conversations evolve and all this you know ties back to like consistency you're not gonna put a photo let's say let's go back to a double chin that is like really emotional or really funny right so like that will kind right. of like that would be kind of like oh this would be good within my brand because you know it's a joyful moment or it's a funny moment but it's like but let me double check because the bride or the you know but the right person that hired me is not looking her best even though the emotion will match my brand she's not looking her right so and word of mouth is our number one our number one way to get business
2: and if there's one unflattering photo of that bride she is not posting my blog post no one knows that I took that photo and as I asked for photo credit. She's not going to give it to me because she doesn't want anybody to go to my blog because that one unflattering photo.
1: Correct. Wow. You've been in business, you know, for a long time and, you know, you have a lot of success. So what is one marketing strategy that has helped your business? I know you have shared a lot of good tips in here so far that people can definitely take and run with (laughs) them. But if you can go back to one good marketing strategy, what would that be? Well, I would
2: say, uh, and and I'm not following my own advice right now. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I can tell, because my business is not booming like it was. I moved to Louisville, Kentucky from Indianapolis, Indiana, about um, two and a half years ago. And I got married and I have three incredible stepkids who I'm obsessed with. And through this transition in life, um, I have not been as great as I'm about to tell you to be. Okay, so <laughs> I just want to give that disclaimer because I feel a little silly giving this advice right now, but I can tell you what when my business was booming and I was getting fifty blog comments at every time I'd post, and that is not an exaggeration, it was because I was consistent. I blogged at least twice a week at least um i <clears throat> I uh always post the same amount of photos because I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. I did the same social media marketing strategy with every single wedding I posted, every single family I posted. Um, and I showed a lot of who I was. Um, I, I didn't just blog weddings and sessions. I blogged a lot of personal, more personal than the average photographer by a lot. And the, okay. If somebody is look, if you have a bride looking because when they're, when they're looking for a photographer for their wedding, right, they're probably going to look at at least 100 websites, right? Correct. So I use this analogy. What if someone is trying on, I'm sorry, is, is testing out a bed, a mattress, and they lay on 100 beds. The first few, you might be able to tell a difference. But after a while, they're all just either comfortable or uncomfortable. Correct. And now you're down to 50, 50. So how are you going to be the mattress they pick after? Cause all, all wedding photographers show brides, flowers, wedding parties, beautiful getting ready of the makeup, you know, and after a while, it's just brides in pretty dresses and you forget who's who, how are you going to stand out in a seat of a hundred mattresses? And, and in my case, the differentiating factor in me versus the 99 others is that I show who I am because I am different than all of those other 99, and I and I show myself overtly because one of my biggest um, selling factors is that is that I'm great with people. I'm an empath. I'm fun to hang out with. Hire me. And because that is a priority in, in everything that I do from my website to my blog to my uh, social, it's always, it, it always has my personality in it, always. And I've heard some photographers say, because you know, I said it's not all about you earlier, mm-hmm. but, but when it comes to social media and, and marketing, it is all about you. Correct. Yeah, those are two different. You know, yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, while, uh, I've heard some photographers say, you know, it shouldn't be about you. You shouldn't be putting. You know, it's all about the clients. It is, but not when you're selling yourself.
1: And I and think that I think that's when people get a little bit confused because you know it's like a very thin line, right? It's like, well here and they're like, I would always say like, you're about page in your website. And correct me if, if you think it's different. I think that your about page in your website should be about how you solve a problem for your client, right? Preach. Not about yes. you loving, uh, I don't know, tea in the yes. afternoon. coffee. Exactly. However, <laughs> I think that your Instagram stories should be about you loving tea yes. in the afternoon. Uh, preach. Okay,
2: good. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, well, right. And, and I, gets because I look at a lot of photographers' websites and I'm about to start a um portfolio review service and by that mm-hmm. I mean website review because do you know how many photographers don't have where they are located on their websites?
1: But I would say more it's, than it's half. my struggle because I do this on my I have a Facebook group and every month I do a handful of like, you know, I, I call them a five minute website review. And right. that's like the first thing that I said. I'm like, I have no idea where you're located. No it's
2: so common. I would say more than half of people aren't showing where they live or where they're based out of. Correct. Also, um, the next to my portfolio information, my number one clicked is the about page. And when I go to a website looking at somebody else's work, the first thing I click on is the about page because I want to know who you are before I see your
1: images. Correct.
2: I want to know about you. And I don't think, for the overall, people are not putting enough energy into
1: their about pages. A hundred percent, I second all the all all the things you said. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> so good. good. So you give us a really good marketing strategy. And I know. I mean, I also consistency. Feel like- the, the marketing. I want. I'm sorry. Marketing strategy
2: is this consistency. Everything I just said was about consistency. I had the exact same amount of photos for each one. I always posted at least two blog posts a week. I. um often probably out of 10, 10 blog posts, four of them were personal. So it is in and, and the second I quit being regular, like I would post once a week and not personal, my traffic bottomed out on my blog. And it wasn't even that big of a change. It was just, you know, once a week instead of twice a week. But because I was no longer giving them what they were used to, they forgot about me. And I will often get people, you know, post on my Instagram, I used to follow you 15 years ago and you just randomly popped into my head. So I thought I'd check you out. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear about your divorce, but it looks like you're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's because I lost a lot of people. So so I'm telling you what is great and what you should do, and then also the repercussions of not
1: doing that, and I, I want to point out that that worked for you. I mean, consistency—that is a tip that everybody should be taking. What I want to, you know, make sure is like the details. For you, it worked out blogging two times a week. Yes. However, that might not be the case for everybody, right? Like, but it's—I was just saying consistency, exactly. Like so like if you blog That's what I do. a month, right. cons- you know, keep consistency on that. You know, whatever, right. whatever your strategy is, just be consistent with like yes. the strategy that you have, whether it's once exactly. a week, once a month, once a day. You know, whatever the case is. You Know make sure that you keep up with that strategy, yes. Yes,
2: what when it starts to work, keep doing it. Um, you know, whether it's Instagramming daily, and if you start to go every other day, people forget about you because you're not back to what I said like early on in this interview is um, how you start a relationship is how it continues. Correct, the same is true with your business and and your uh. Clients. How I started my relationship with my clients did not continue that way. And I and in that way I failed them. And I need to earn their trust back in making sure that I am back to being consistent me.
1: So, so good. Well, this was great. What about, you know, to wrap this up, you tell us what are you currently loving? And this doesn't have to be photography related. just like anything that you're really enjoying right now. I love my kids. <laughs> um
2: and I bet everybody says that, but i all I ever wanted to be was a mom, and I didn't get that in my previous relationship for a number of reasons, but that's neither here nor there and when I married um Stephen and he had these three incredible kids, uh it was everything I ever wanted. And needed, and um, I'm just so fortunate to have them. And uh, I love baking. Right um, when when the pandemic hit and the event industry kind of came to a screeching halt, uh, I started baking and decorating cookies and selling them. Um, it wasn't super profitable, and I still do it a bit, uh, but if for no other reason, it's really great for my mental health. Cause I genuinely enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I, and I love cooking. My dad was a, a trained chef and, um, you know, I think I got those genes from him cause I never really had to cook before. And now I have a family to feed and that has been so fun for me to learn. And, um, you know try to master and read all the things so i would say
1: um it's my kids baking and cooking well i'm so happy that it <laughs> has all come down together for you that now it you really have, has you know you have that I've seen I mean again, I've followed you for a long time, so like I've seen pictures of, of your kids. They seem to be a lot of fun also, so I, it looks like you guys are having you know a great time together. So that's oh, all Oh, they are just so full of personality.
2: And my little Claire, she has so much of me in her. Uh, and you know, it's One of the coolest thing I'm a family photographer, a wedding photographer, so I see generations of families and um how things are carried on throughout the years mm-hmm. and um you know I always wanted that I always wanted to be able to influence the next generation in a way and and contribute to you know because that's the biggest way you can contribute to the world is to mm-hmm. make more of you if you're good <laughs> <laughs> um and you know I I talk like my mom and my dad and um you know when I hear my kids talk like my dad, it like fills me up in a way that is because it's like okay my myself and my ancestors have had uh have touched my my family and you know because that's in a, that's how we never die is is by passing on who we are and so it's just one, I'm being cheesy and I'm
1: <laughs> no, I'm no, no, good,
2: but it's wonderful. And it's, it really, and that is why my business has not been because I have made them a priority, which is what you're supposed to do, but I need to find balance. And I know that that is a struggle for every, you know, um, self-employed person. Well, every person, regardless of employment. Um, so I'm working on that and, um, I'm, I'm excited to start
1: figuring it all out again. <laughs> well, the great thing is that you have support. You have the tools because, you know, you've done it before. So you know exactly what you need to do. And also, I think, uh, give yourself grace. You know, we'll have different seasons in life. And maybe this is the season when you need to enjoy yourself a little bit more and, you know, <laughs> enjoy what it, you know, what it has given to you. Thank you for that. I needed that. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. So, where could people find you, and what, how could people connect with you?
2: Um, well, my Instagram is Bobby Photo, B O B B I P H O T O, and my Facebook is the same. Um, and I do a lot of Insta Storying of my family, uh, and my life, and my cooking, and all of that. If you want to follow. My um, baking—it's uh, at Bobby's Bake Shop, just like it sounds, with an I, no E in my name. You got a,
1: you got a perfect name <clears throat> for for a baker, so that's great.
2: <laughs> I, I, I own Bobby'sBakeShop.com. I'll tell you, if there's another person in the world named Bobby who wants to be a photographer, I own the website, and I am sorry, <laughs> but <clears throat> there could be another Bobby out there who's a bad photographer who who has, you know, a Bobby photo website and somebody searches for me and then they see all these bad photos so i had to buy them all up and to all of the other bobbies of the world i am sorry
1: oh well gotta do what i gotta do right <laughs> right well it was great chatting with you today uh you definitely give us a lot of tips and you know food for thought you know to approach in our own business so thank you for that thank you for your time and you know i hope to you know get to chat with you very soon and see where your business goes in the future yes Yes. Thank
2: you so much for having me on. It is a huge honor. I know that you have interviewed some of the greatest photographers out there and to be included on that list is is incredibly humbling. And um, I, I just really thank you for this opportunity. I really do.
1: No, thank you. And for all of you that are listening, thank you so much for sharing uh, some time with all of us. Uh, it's always a pleasure for me when I see new downloads when I see when I get dms it's really really appreciated and I'll catch you next week with another amazing guest until then bye bye
0: thanks for listening to today's episode for more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes please visit thetogrepublic.com if you enjoyed today's show please go to itunes and leave us a review Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.